This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I hope you've, uh, those of you that have joined us this evening, I hope you're, you're enjoying the showers of blessing. Amen. Showers of blessing. I, uh, those of you at home, um, those of you that are in these parts, I hope that you've taken some time to step out today. I think it began around, the rains began around uh, maybe 2.30, 3 o'clock. Um, I hope you took some time to just open your window or find a spot where you can look at the abundance. Yeah. Yeah, praise the Lord. That is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So you can look at the abundance that flows from heaven. Praise the Lord. God is good. God is so good. These uh, showers remind us that God is so good. These are summer showers. Praise the Lord. They're refreshing. They cool the earth. Uh, they, they, um, they rejuvenate the plants and the trees, the animals. It's amazing, isn't it? I think that uh, all around us, the earth, uh, it, it shouts aloud the goodness of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. The rain beating, the rain beating on your windows and on your roof, the sound of the rain is telling you God is able. Praise God is telling you God is able. Thank you, Jesus. God is able to extend all grace. You know, it represents grace. The rains represent grace. Showers of blessing. You know, it is not something we can, uh, you know, we we don't have control over it. Praise the Lord. We don't have control over it. The the way the the clouds move, the winds work. I mean, do any of us uh, press any buttons and determine these things? Do we? No, we don't. There are its seasons, there its timing. There is, um, you know, it is God's grace. Reminds you of God's grace. Praise the Lord. God's grace and concern and care for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. He cares for you. Somebody needs to hear this. He cares for you. Praise God. Reach out. Uh, He cares for you. Reach out. Call on His name. He will sustain you. He will provide for you. Thank you, Jesus. Speak to the birds. Speak to the the animals. Ask them of where their provision comes from. It comes from their maker, creator of heaven and earth. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Your trust in the Lord will never disappoint. Putting your trust in the Lord will never disappoint. Amen. Stop comparing yourself. I'm just speaking whatever the Lord is putting in my heart. Stop comparing yourself. The Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God for the passage we are, we are, we are studying. This. It's joyful to be together like this. Praise God. It's joyful 
It's a wonderful thing to be together like this. Praise the Lord. For those of you that have joined us as well, God bless you as you pay attention to God's word and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God's word and the Holy Spirit. Let's read the passage we are studying, Matthew chapter 5. And I shall read from verse 1 on. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 1. And we will read all the way to verse 12. We'll have the responsive reading in between. Praise God. These are the most beautiful words that can proceed out of my lips. The words of Jesus. Praise God. These are the most beautiful words that can proceed out of your lips. That can, that can occupy your mind. Hallelujah. Whose words are, are, are uh, yeah, whose words are distracting you? I hope, yeah. Don't know what all you heard today, I'm not sure. What all you heard yesterday or somebody said something or some message you received. Let Jesus get your attention. Let Jesus get your attention. Praise the Lord. They are the words that really matter. They are the thoughts that really matter. The thoughts that God has for you. Praise God. Those are the thoughts that really matter. The thoughts that God has for you. So let us, let us uh, look into the thoughts of God. Praise the Lord. Let us, let us look into the thoughts of God as we read this passage. Matthew chapter 5, I read from verse 1. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain and he sat down. His disciples came to him. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the gentle. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are, are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Together, rejoice and be glad for your reward in heaven is great. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Hallelujah. Every time we read this, such an encouragement, isn't it? I hope you sense the encouragement of the Holy Spirit as you read these words of Christ. Hallelujah. We are on verse 6. It says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They shall be satisfied. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. These are promises of God. These are promises of God. The Beatitudes are promises. If you hunger and thirst for righteousness, there is a blessed condition proclaimed over you and there is satisfaction coming your way. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So over the past two weeks, I mean two sessions of this Bible study, uh, we've been considering how to keep the fire of righteousness burning bright. Glory, the fire of righteousness burning bright in your life. Hallelujah. Because the scripture promise, the promise hinges on hunger and thirst for righteousness. Hunger and thirst for righteousness. You know, if I were to paraphrase that, hunger and thirst for Jesus. Somebody say amen. Hunger and thirst for righteousness is a hunger and thirst for Jesus. Oh, glory. Praise the Lord. 
You're hungry for Jesus? Do you thirst for Jesus? Amen. I'm telling you, it's a blessed, blessed condition. Turn your eyes. Just turning, looking at him is a blessed condition. Just considering the work of the cross. We are in that week. You know, we are, we are into those weeks where people are all around the world are remembering the work of the cross. The work of Jesus on the cross and the resurrection. Glory. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. To hunger and thirst for righteousness. How do I stay in that place where I desire more and more of Christ? And I constantly turn my attention and my heart towards Jesus. So we were considering a whole bunch of um, um, principles that we can live by. For those of you who may not, those of you watching online, maybe some of you haven't heard the entirety of um, or the last few points we looked at. I encourage you, Revelation Church, YouTube website. You can go back to one of the Bible studies and, and um, uh, I encourage you to look at this if you have not. These are the cornerstone. These are building blocks of your life. If you claim to be a Christian, these are things that must shine bright in your life. So last week we, we considered sharing your faith, sharing your faith, sharing the gospel. Hallelujah. Sharing your faith, sharing the gospel, sharing your testimony. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. The great commission, commission which says, go into all the world and preach and make disciples. Everybody say, preach the gospel. Yeah, little ones also, you can say, preach the gospel. It's such a beautiful sight. Preach the gospel. Say, say it with me, preach the gospel. You know, if you were to consider, um, if you were to consider as a person, um, you know, trying to communicate something important. Yeah, trying to communicate something important. If you were to consider Jesus' ministry, three and a half years of his ministry, his, um, uh, his time with the disciples, praise God. And, and you would come to the time that he is departing. You know, the, you can... You can stress that the most important commandment is just before he's leaving. They're all important, but do you understand? He's got that many few more moments um, with his disciples. What are the things that he says? They will be of utmost importance to the disciples. And his, um, his instruction is, what are his instructions? His instruction is? What? Say it. Preach the gospel. Everybody say it. Preach the gospel. Praise the Lord. Say preach the gospel. And then he, uh, he also mentions how that the world will know that you are, you are mine by the love that is in your midst. Praise God. That's the great commission. And, that's the, and, the, and the commandments are summed up in, in love your neighbor as your.
the last time we looked at this, um, this principle the Lord gave us, it's the conduit for miracles. It's the conduit for miracles. You know, I, I, um, I've come across many, many believers having this, uh, they have this doubt, this question, you know, why do miracles not happen so much now? I think it's a very strange question. First of all, one of the reasons you do not know the miracles are happening is because you're not informed. Yeah, you have not taken the, uh, what can I say, the pains to find out what's happening in the church. Yes, so I do believe that there are miracles going on all over the world. There are incredible miracles going on. Praise the Lord. Because Jesus said, I will build. Yes, he will build his church. And uh, there are amazing miracles going on. Wherever people are attuned, wherever people give the slightest room to the Holy Spirit. There are miracles everywhere. Praise the Lord. There are miracles everywhere. I came here from Tiruvalla and I'm, I'm with you today evening because it's a miracle. It's a miracle. God kept me. And it's a miracle. I'm here. So people ask the question, you know, what's, where's the miracles? Where's the miracles? I think one of the number one reasons, um, one of the number one uh, methods traded. Scripture says if you preach the gospel, there will be a demonstration of power. I remember the last time we did this uh, study, I had some come up to me and, and uh, uh, confess their uh, sort of timidity in being able to speak the gospel. We must break out of that. Yes, I gave some assignments. I think Michael suddenly remembered that assignment. He had that look on his face and that reminded me that there was an, there was an assignment. Yeah, I hope that you... you uh, you know, you, you call somebody up, you prayerfully call someone up, you, you ministered the gospel. Told them that Jesus is the Christ. Many of you are avoiding my, my gaze, so I, I guess it either, you know, it didn't, it didn't happen. I encourage you, share the gospel, preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Amen. Preach the gospel. All of you know the Moody principle, right? You've heard of D.L. Moody? Yeah, amazing evangelist, minister of God. You know, one of the, what was the decision he made? Anybody know? I mean, those of you that know, keep quiet. Those of you that don't know, feel the pressure. He decided and he prayerfully decided, he committed. He said, I do not want a day to go by without preaching the gospel to somebody. What a wonderful decision. He prayerfully decided, he committed, I don't want a single day to go by without having preached the gospel to somebody. And uh, there was an incident, a true, true incident. I don't know if you, you've heard the story. But there was one day that uh, it got 
you know he he had uh, certain things to do and uh, before he knew it the day was uh, it got into i think it probably 7 pm 8 pm and um, suddenly realized that he had not preached the gospel to anyone that day so what did he do he stepped out onto the streets he just stepped out onto the street and he began to look for somebody to preach the gospel and um, at the, at that time of the night he comes across a beggar i think it was a beggar um a person on the streets yeah a homeless beggar yes and uh, he comes across a, a a homeless man on the street hallelujah and he gets his attention and says i want to preach the gospel to you i want to share the gospel to you today and the man looked at him considering the time of the night that it was and uh the uh, forwardness with which this person is speaking he said uh, who do you think you are dl moody <laughs> praise the lord praise god see the see how god opens things and he shared the gospel with that man and what do you think he got saved and i want to encourage you this is this is your number one job those of you listening to me listening to my voice listening to this bible study your number one job is to preach the gospel it's your number one job when jesus began ministering and john the baptist began ministering what was the what was the declaration with which they began their ministry repent for the kingdom of god yeah is at hand it's uh, the kingdom of god is at hand when you got saved that is what you responded to hallelujah when you got saved that is what you responded to today uh, i don't know we we have all kinds of uh, behavior in the church that um, you know it's like a social club when you got saved you suddenly joined one social club you know no no you repented so that you understand the the uh, the uh, uh, you know that uh, what do you call it the uh, so you feel the urgency and it says kingdom of god is at hand it's like something that is you know it's like a it's a train It's a train that you got to catch. You know how you take a ticket for a train, you better be at the station at the right time or the train's gone. That is the the communication that the Holy Spirit is trying to get across to the church to to all of us that This kingdom of God is not an optional thing. This is what I can't understand. The kingdom of God is is not an optional thing. It has to be your waking concern, it has to be your sleeping concern, it has to be what keeps you awake at night, it has to be your numero uno concern. That is why you got saved. so that you understand it is no longer about the kingdom of men it is about the kingdom of god 
And today, you know, so many uh, people are in the church, sad to say, in the church are, are um, uh, running to and fro about the kingdom of men. No, we are to be under the sway. We are to be completely consumed by the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Let your kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in. You were called to a great adventure. When Jesus stepped into your life, you were called to a great adventure. See, the world is only, and the kingdom of men and the world, the desires of this world are only going to bring dullness. For the wages of sin is death. Death. Don't let your eyes be focused on the kingdom of men. I hope I, I, I believe I don't have to explain that to you. Yeah, don't be um, overtly consumed by the kingdom of men. Be concerned about the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. And how do we stay in that place? The Great Commission. How do we stay in that place? Love your neighbor as yourself. Preach the gospel. Do you know that preaching the gospel crushes temptations? Preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Preaching the gospel and being completely kingdom oriented. Kingdom of heaven. Kingdom of heaven. Kingdom of God. Preaching the gospel. It crushes temptation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Preaching the gospel crushes temptations. Temptations of this world. Because if you decide that I do not want a week to go by, if you decide, and I'm praying you decide not a day goes by without preaching the gospel, I'm telling you your mind will be consumed with things of God. What is causing the dullness in the church to preach the gospel? The fear in the church, the timidity in the church. What is causing it? Who wants to make us ineffective? The adversary and our flesh. I'm telling you it is the opposite. What is in the way? The flesh. Start operating in the spirit. Start operating in the spirit. You, you won't um, see. That's the transformation Jesus did with the disciples, isn't it? Isn't that the transformation? Somebody say amen. Praise the Lord. Your boldness must surprise you. Praise the Lord. I pray this over you. I pray that you have this breakthrough. I pray that you have this breakthrough. That there is a boldness that comes over you for the gospel. Hallelujah. Jesus said, you wait in Jerusalem and you receive power. Praise the Lord. You receive power. So that you open your mouth and start speaking the glories of God. So that you open your mouth and start speaking. You do not care who it is, whether he is, he is a minister, whether he is a, he is a high official, whether he's from Ethiopia. You don't care whether he's from any nation under heaven. The language is not a barrier. You have opened your mouth and you declare the glories of God. The Spirit says, open your mouth, declare the glories of God. 
Amen. Church, amen. Those of you watching me, open your mouth, declare the glories of God, corner people. Praise the Lord. If you examine Acts chapter 2, God cornered the people. Amen. There was nowhere else they were supposed to be at that time. They came from every nation under heaven. Yes, and out of their mouth came, what must we do to get saved? In response to the disciples being filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke with boldness. They didn't care whether they were fishermen. They didn't care if they were short in stature. They didn't care if they, were, they didn't have this or they didn't have that. They had the Holy Spirit. When you start to preach the gospel, amen. When you start to decide, I am a messenger. That I am a messenger. This is who I am. I am a special messenger. Praise God. I am an ambassador. When you start to live this reality on a daily basis, call up your teachers. Tell them, I'd like to share the gospel with you. That's right. Call up your friends. Tell them, I want to share the gospel with you. I have something very important to tell you. Any question anybody asks, and the Lord will give you wisdom. Any question anybody asks will always come back, come to the gospel. Somebody asks you directions. You give them the directions, say, just hold on a minute. Do you have a minute? There are some very important directions I want to share with you for your soul. You know, I was stopped in the middle of a junction in, in Kodei Canal. I'll never forget it. I, it was me and Smokey, were in the, in, uh, we were at a junction in, in Kodei Canal. There was this man, he was, uh, he was high on, I don't know what it was, marijuana or whatever he has had. And he came and he saw the two of us standing at that junction. Crowded street, standing at that junction. He came right towards us and he began to speak to us. Praise the Lord. The men of God took the opportunity and shared the gospel. Praise the Lord. You see somebody uh, who's, um, you know, if he's got some sense, and I'm not talking about somebody who's completely sloshed or, um, you know, uh, passed out. In that case, maybe you can just lay hands, pray, and he might just, yeah. You, you see, this, this hunger must be inside of you. The Spirit of God says the devil removes that hunger. This hunger to share the gospel. This desire, intense desire to share the gospel. And he stood there and he heard the gospel. This man, he heard the gospel. Tears started to fall down his eyes. Tears began to fall down his eyes. The Spirit of God did something. We prayed for him and just let him be. We do not know what the rest of his story is. But if you think... If, uh, if any of you know our testimonies, there are people of God that minister to us over the years. And I'm telling you, it may not have. You're a link in a chain. It may not have happened at that particular moment. But another moment, the juice will have its effect. That's right. So preach the gospel. Praise the Lord. I don't want to put you in an uncomfortable situation. But preach the gospel in Bangalore. Every visit you make, find that friend of yours. Yes. 
Find those friends of yours, minister the gospel. Minister the gospel. The Lord will fill you with boldness. And you know what? I'm telling you something. Those of you listening to me, church, let me tell you, miracles will happen. Miracles will happen. If that person hears the gospel, does not give you a response at that point, uh, if there is something he wants or he or she wants to be prayed over, I'm telling you, miracles will happen. Hallelujah. So preaching the gospel crushes worldly temptations because you are living for God. Preaching the gospel is, is a, a litmus test. When's the last time you spoke the gospel to somebody? This is Bible study. Bible study has, has the license to put you in a spot. Do you know statistics? Statistics that I tend to the possibilities highly. Yeah. It's possible. That in the modern church, nearly 95% of Christians have never led one soul to salvation. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that this statistic is inerrant, but, um, you know, we've all uh, sort of become used to passing the job to somebody else. We switch on our televisions, we, we uh, watch the televangelist and we feel, yeah, that's, that's good enough. I mean, we've subscribed to hundreds of evangelists in our YouTube subscription. And somehow, are we under some sort of... Uh, hmm? Is it some sort of spell we are under that, you know, he's doing it. They're doing it. You must do it. You must preach the gospel. You must preach the gospel. I am not saying that you need to be up on a stage before hundreds of thousands of people. Maybe that will happen in your life. Praise God. Amen. But I'm saying the same glory is preaching to one person. It's the same thing. Preaching to one person. That God has put in your life. Might be the servant lady in your house. Might be your friend uh, for years. It might be that person, that shopkeeper you've been meeting every, every Monday because you buy provisions from that shop. Could be the bus conductor who's, who's friendly towards you. 
could be the auto driver who speaks his his uh, family secrets before you while you're taking a drive with him these are not things to be taken lightly dear christian god in all probability is opening a door for you to preach the gospel Amen. Great rejoicing over one soul. Glory. That's right. There's great rejoicing in heaven over one soul. This is the year of great rejoicing. Amen. I believe that's prophetic. You guys are going to preach the gospel and there'll be great rejoicing not just here. There will be great rejoicing in heaven. Whew. Imagine. The privilege you've been given. that mouth opens and speaks about the gospel of Christ and that a person repents and believes that you unleash rejoicing in heaven is there anything greater to live for hallelujah so if you wanted a nudge if you wanted a push this evening the holy spirit's nudging you the holy spirit's pushing you speak the gospel do not be ashamed see what did jesus say and what does the scripture say do not be ashamed for i am not ashamed and jesus said it if you are ashamed of me what is the shame isn't that the biggest hurdle most of the time most of the time isn't that the biggest hurdle and jesus pinpointed it because we are called to be living breathing lights for this world living breathing do not let your light let your light shine do not hide it do not hide your light there's extensive teaching in the gospels jesus the reason why jesus did extensive teaching on this subject let your light shine you are the salt of the earth There is nothing more exciting than a leading a person to faith in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The most thrilling experience on earth. You know, this week uh, Pastor Dilip's also been ministering at that um at the YWAM meeting and I'm telling you seeing those faces every single face at that YWAM meeting there 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 are people at that um, school uh, um uh, discipleship training school you have people come from different parts of our country what does it testify that the holy spirit's moving the holy spirit's working praise the lord each face in that crowd and I, it is the most I, i don't know how to describe it it is the most glorious experience to see the testimony of the gospel on their faces to see a person accept Jesus into their lives it's rocket fuel for the christian it is rocket fuel for righteousness amen it will remove the dullness in your life i'm telling you knock on people's doors prayerfully and led by the spirit knock on people's doors preach the gospel The Lord is is bringing yes you into my mind you need to preach the gospel it is upon you it is a mantle upon you you know i have noticed something that the people that 
that um, have the, I mean, a, a, the greatest disability in one sense are the ones God will use if they say yes. If they say yes. Yes, Lord, I'm, st- I'm taking this step forward. I don't care if people think I'm an idiot. I don't care if people think I'm a fool. I don't care. I don't think, I don't care about what, see, what's going on? What's the huge, huge, most of the time, what's the huge issue? Self-image. It takes selflessness to preach the gospel. Yeah. It is selfish. Oh, the ultimate selfishness in the universe is to keep the gospel a secret. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, the most egoistic thing to do, the most selfish thing to do is to, is to keep this gospel a secret. I still remember I was traveling on a bus going from Changanasheri to, ah, sorry, from Kotem to Thiruvalla. I share this often when I, when I do this subject. Uh, I was traveling from, uh, uh, from Kotem to Thiruvalla and um, uh, this was a friend of mine from school, somebody I was praying for. We were pretty close friends in, in school and after that I got saved and it was someone I was praying for and um, uh, the person visited me. And uh, we made plans and um, we went to, uh, we decided to go to Kotem. We, we had this particular place in Kotem. We loved the porota there. Yeah. Sort of, uh, yeah. Milestones of porota. <laughs> anyway, so uh, there was this place in, uh, in Kotem. I don't know if the Arcadia, I don't know if they still, the one near the, somewhere near the, where Universal uh, Coaching Center and all was there. There was one there. So they used to make some great porota there. So um, we both had shared that, you know, shared. We had broken bread together in that way, you know. And um, so he still remembered those precious times. We got together and we came here. And uh, we came by transport bus. Yeah, KSRTC. And uh, that was a very, yeah, it was quite quick from Thiruvalla to Gautam. And uh, we sat there all the while I'm praying, Lord, I want to, I want to minister the gospel to this man. And I'm praying, you know. <clears throat> we used to sing secular songs together, we, you know. So all of that, uh, I had to break out of all that uh, self-image to, to preach the gospel to him. So we had food. We, we, um, we shared some stories of what's going on and we got on the bus. Ah, so we, we wanted to go back. Uh, it had got to a certain point of time that I can't remember exactly what happened, but we could not access the... Um, the uh, transport bus. For some reason, we decided to go by private bus. <laughs> we decided to go by private bus. And uh, I'm like, you know, still asking the Lord, what shall I do? I want to I preach the gospel. And, and um, we get onto this private bus. <clears throat> and in my life, to this day, I have never taken so long to reach from Caught him to Thiruvalla. It took me, I don't know. It, this bus went to every single, I don't know, every uh, side road. If there was a side road, it went into the side road. <laughs> and then and I'm sitting there, you know, and I'm like, okay, this is quite obvious. And I said, okay, one more time, Lord. And then I opened my, I opened my, I had a small Bible with me. I took it out of my pocket. I opened it. And you know, the, the, the verse that came to me right then there, it just, that's where I opened. Woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. Praise God, this friend of mine is a believer today. Hallelujah, he's a believer today. Loves the Lord Jesus. And I'm telling you, open your mouth. You, the scripture says, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. 
as a believer listen to me very carefully this is underline it make this a a life transforming uh, moment uh, right here and right now the scripture says that a believer that keeps the gospel secret is in a condi- a woeful condition there is depression there is sad what does woeful mean there's depression there's sadness Praise the Lord. What's the other condition? Blessed. Satisfied. I'm telling you the sweetest sleep you'll ever experience is when you have preached the gospel to somebody. Glory. Let me give you if there's somebody the Lord says if there's someone struggling with sleep preach the gospel. I said somebody's going to watch this. Okay if you're struggling with sleep preach the gospel it'll heal you of your sleeplessness you will sleep like a baby praise the lord because heaven is rejoicing praise the lord praise the lord purposelessness it's because you're not preaching the gospel use every means if you can get to right right if you can get to uh, um, you know take a video of yourself uh, drumming to a song that is explicitly speaking the gospel something like boycott hell or something or singing that song this uh, this evening coming from thrill it just popped into my head boycott hell it's a beautiful song take a clip of yourself Yeah with a song that is that you know is playing in the background that's very clear gospel take a clip of you playing the drums make it a short clip where that gospel section maybe talks about Jesus being lord take a clip send it to all your friends Praise the Lord Praise the Lord Amen preach the gospel preach the gospel preach the gospel preach the gospel I want you to know Holy Spirit saying preach the gospel get out of your house step onto the streets yes capture the streets for Jesus praise the lord get out of your house capture the streets amen paul capture the streets amen he loves to say amen to my to my digital uh, image <laughs> you have a gift You have a gift that opens up people. You have a gift that opens up people. You know, apply that gift. Apply that gift. You'll be surprised. Yes, prayerfully as you enter a restaurant, you'll be surprised how the Holy Spirit leads you to somebody. You have that gift. Praise God. Many of you have that gift. Many of you have that gift. Just put on the boldness for the gospel. for the gospel amen amen hallelujah there is nothing more exciting i i want to say there's nothing more exciting than leading a person to faith in christ glory 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 i want you to pray i want you to pray lord i want to lead people to you i want i want you to pray lord i want to lead people You know get irritated with yourself. Let your wife ask you why are you so irritated today? I want to preach the gospel. 
can't stand this dull version of me. I want the Holy Spirit to come upon me and give me opportunity to preach the gospel. Praise the Lord. I see you yeah, stopping people in their tracks and ministering the gospel. Ken, yes, in case you needed to be specific. I, I see you stopping people on the street and ministering the gospel. I don't know where, but I I'm, I'm believe it's, it's, uh, it's a gift that you have got. Step into it. For the gospel, it's not about you. It's about the gospel. You know, when those words come out of your mouth, I'm telling you, I'm telling you when the words come out, Jesus died for your sins. I don't know. Every time I have ministered that, it is like uh, nuclear explosions inside of me. It's like a, 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 I sense a power that is not of this earth. It is released when you say, Jesus died for your sins. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. One minister of God said, said it like this. He said, I guarantee, I guarantee that if you share the gospel with a neighbor, a co-worker, a waiter at a restaurant, or a stranger on the subway, your spiritual temperature will instantly rise 30 degrees. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your spiritual temperature will rise 30 degrees. Sound familiar? Fervent in spirit. Praise God. Pinoy, tell your father every day, Jesus loves you. Give him a hug and say, Jesus loves you. Every day. Okay, if he's not the huggy type, shake his hands, give him a cup of coffee. Uh, Midu, yeah, put on this boldness. Seriously, put on this boldness. Put on this boldness. As you give a cup of coffee, say, Jesus loves you. And I give you license to say it in such a way that he says, Endo brother? Benoy, Endo brother? Jesus loves you. Amen. Amen. Do it. Do it. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Your spiritual temperature will instantly rise 30 degrees. <clears throat> and the next thing you want, it's like, <laughs> it's an addiction. Next thing you want is to find the next person to share the gospel. Anil, share the gospel. You were called to share the gospel. Yes, I shared this with you the last time we had the house meeting as well. You are shared. You are evangelist. Evangelist. Evangelist Anil. Forget all the other titles. You are evangelist Anil. I believe that you can walk on the street and tell people about Jesus. Go for a walk. Go for a walk on the street and tell people about Jesus. You have that boldness. It's there. It's already there. Don't Don't let the cares of this world... You know, weigh you down. Don't, don't let it. Just step out, start staring, sharing the gospel. You have a gift. You have a gift. You can speak to almost anybody. Spirit of God is saying, you can speak to almost anybody. Anybody in Gautam. Gautam is yours. Gautam is yours. Speak the gospel. Don't let it stop. 
Tell people about Jesus. Go for walks. Just tell people about Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Amen. Pray for people. <laughs> See, this is what, when the scripture says, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. It means the kingdom of God is in your hand. I'm playing on the words. Repent. If you repent and turn to the Lord, you accepted Jesus into your life, the kingdom of God is in your hand. So I said, if you shut something, it's shut. If you open something, it's open. I give you the keys of the kingdom. Glory. I give you the keys of the kingdom. This is the, this is the subject Jesus, you know, he taught over and over. He showed by, by example. He sent them out. If you met Jesus, that's what he wants to do. He wants to send you out. You know, it's strange that, you know, 40 years and knowing the Lord, you're still not been sent out. You know, I love uh, this. I, I want to share this as an encouragement to you. The first time that, um, you know, when YWAM began, they had a hundred plus youngsters come from different churches. Hundred plus youngsters. Huh? And they were sent out to evangelize. Praise the Lord. You should just send them out to evangelize. Praise God. Glory. Amen. Amen. Yes. I see you walking through, the impression I got was, it's like malls. You and, uh, you know, other youngsters from church and uh, ministering the gospel. You know, praise God, amen. These youngsters, hundred of them, they were sent to a place far away from their home. And the first time they went out to evangelize, they went into villages. Sound familiar? <laughs> but they went into villages, they went into, uh, into the streets, in towns, they went into towns. And the first time this group was officially sent, in one place a bartender made his decision to follow Jesus and put his bar up for sale. Did you hear me? This is the first time they're doing this. So we're talking about a bare bones uh, sort of set up. They've, you know, they just basically uh, connected with the local church. Uh, I forgot exactly where it was. I, I don't think I've mentioned it here. Well, it's just some island in the, in the, um, in the Atlantic or it's, it's just an island. They, they're there. They found a church where they could house these hundred youngsters and uh, they just sent them out. The results of them going out and just ministering a bartender makes a decision for Jesus, closes his bar, it's put it up for sale. An old man with a withered arm stretched his arm out and was healed instantaneously. Youngsters. Praise the Lord. What are they doing? Preaching the gospel. An old man stretches out a withered hand and is healed instantaneously. The 18-year-old 
the 18 year old who prayed for him was so surprised she fainted the 18 year old who prayed for the old man whose hand got healed instantaneously was so surprised she fainted talk about life changing experiences a woman who was almost totally blind began to read for the first time in years they prayed for her eyes i believe the first thing she read would be a tract of the gospel of jesus a man with a painful stiffened back was bending over oh he had a stiff back he could not bend down as these kids ministered the gospel they prayed for him kids prayed for him he is bending down touching his toes and laughing a boy's team hired a a um, and a couple of old fishermen to take them to an island in a small boat even though there was a slight storm sounds like reading the gospels yeah <laughs> even though there was a slight storm the boys prayed and the waters smoothed the amazed man ran ahead when they landed on that island he ran ahead of them and said calling people to come hear the young men of god A young man was sitting and sharing the gospel with an old woman. And as she as he shared the gospel with this 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 older woman, she accepted Jesus into her life. And the person that was standing there and observing what was going on was was amazed at what happened to the young man who shared the gospel. He suddenly filled with enthusiasm. Praise the Lord. Some of your backs will be straightened only when you start preaching the gospel. Listen to me listen to me the devil doesn't want you to preach the gospel the devil doesn't want you to preach the gospel doesn't want you to be bold about your faith i'm telling you the moment you start making that decision your back will become more straight you will put on a boldness like the saints of god you will put on a boldness like the saints of god amen hallelujah two of these youngsters stopped a man who was heading into a bar listen to this one two of these youngsters stopped a man who uh, who was heading to a bar with his hand in his sport pocket his sport coat oh, the pocket of his sport coat that's quite a tongue twister Okay so this man was walking he was walking with his hand inside the jacket all right in the pocket of his jacket he had his hand in there he was heading to a bar these uh, two youngsters stopped the man on the way to the bar and uh, ministered the gospel to him the man stood and listened to them suddenly he broke down and with tears in his eyes gave himself to Jesus then he showed the kids what was in his pocket it was a gun He had been heading into the bar to kill his wife. Instead, the wife Amos and the man went into the bar, found the man's wife, and brought her to faith in Christ. 
The wife also got saved. They both started going to one of the local churches. The power of the gospel. It is the power of God. Amen. It is the power. Release it. It's the power of God. Release it. Use the keys that Jesus has given you. The keys of the kingdom. When you share the gospel with somebody, I'm telling you, you're giving that you've opened the door of the kingdom of God. It's their choice to step in. But you've got the keys. Praise the Lord. You've got the keys. Praise the Lord. You've got the keys. You know that set of keys in your house? There's one key that you're not noticing that you have. It's a golden, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful key. It is, it's more beautiful than any key you will see on this earth. It is the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Praise the Lord. Use those keys. Use those keys. The Holy Spirit, use those keys. Use it, use it. Make it your ambition to use the keys of heaven. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God. To salvation for them that believe. So one of the things that you need to be constantly applying. Don't let, again I'm, I want to stress, don't let a week go by. If possible, don't let a day go by. I, I, I don't know, is anyone willing to take that sort of a decision? This is what Jesus meant by seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. The gospel is the righteousness of God revealed. Praise the Lord. Sometimes we look at uh, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. We, we, we compartmentalize it into sort of our quiet time or our prayer time. Yes, it is definitely connected to seek first the kingdom. But the number one thing. Everybody say number one. Say number one. Say number one. The number one thing that is talking about is the gospel of Jesus. If you want to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness first, if that is what you want to seek first, you have to be an active participant in the sharing of the gospel constantly, continually for the rest of your life. Amen. Amen. I want to spend some time in prayer. I want to close here because I believe that this is something the Holy Spirit's impressing upon us. And this evening, whether you are in this, in this house, you're in this place listening to this study, or if you're in your homes listening to this study, I encourage you to, to look to the Lord. If you desire to close your eyes, you can. And the Lord is showing you streets to walk on. The Lord is showing you streets to walk on. The Holy Spirit's showing you a town. The Holy Spirit's showing you a town. The Holy Spirit is showing you a WhatsApp group. 
the holy spirit is reminding you of your of your of a childhood friend one more time the holy spirit says one more time share the gospel one more time one more time and if you haven't done it it's the time the season for preaching the gospel is always is always the season to preach the gospel is always we read in the book of acts no matter what was the environment the church never stopped preaching the gospel no matter what the environment was the church never stopped whether it be famine whether it be um, uh, wicked rulers whether it's world systems that were opposed to the gospel they never stopped sharing the gospel and if you were to read about the early church in the very arenas where they were to they were about to be uh, about to be slaughtered they declared the gospel of jesus christ they declared that jesus christ is king they declared that jesus christ is their savior i believe the holy spirit is moving upon you i believe this evening the holy spirit's moving upon you there is a there is an unction of the holy spirit there is a there is um there is a empowering happening jesus jesus said that we are to wait in jerusalem at this this moment is one such waiting and the holy spirit desires to come upon you to fill you with boldness to give you a tongue that is ready to speak the glories of god a tongue that cannot be suppressed like tongues of fire praise the lord praise the lord like tongues of fire thank you jesus i see neighborhoods on fire for the holy spirit i see neighborhoods on fire for the holy spirit a fire that you have set i see families lit by the power of the gospel Thank you Jesus. If the Lord is speaking to receive it. I believe the Lord is speaking to you. Receive it. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you Jesus. The Lord says that that dullness within you that timidity within you that is not my spirit. that dullness within you that timidity within you that is not my spirit says the lord glory 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 thank you jesus look up says the lord look up look up look up look at me stop you're looking at the kingdoms of this world it will only fill you with dullness it is a passing glory it is a temporary glory it fades it fades it fades and you're sick and tired of the fading glory the spirit says you're sick and tired of the fading glory you're tired of it you sense that this is uh, this is useless but uh, let go let go let go jesus calling you He's calling you like he called his disciples. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, I will make you fishers of men. Look fully to me, I will make you fishers of men.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There's a glorious key. There's a glorious key. Are you seeing that key that Jesus has put in your hand? Glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, church. Praise God. It's a glorious key. I see the vision of a glorious key. Put into the hand, into your hands. It's there. You've forgotten it. You've, uh, it's at the bottom of all these worldly keys that you have. Uh, it's lost among these worldly keys. It's, it's something Jesus gave you. The tongue of a worshiper is something that Jesus gave you. A tongue of a declarer. It's something Jesus gave you. A tongue of the prophet. The tongue of the prophet. Take that key. Hold it to your, to your heart, to your bosom. It's the most precious key. None of the keys on this earth compares to the key Jesus gave you. Praise the Lord. The keys of the kingdom. Keys of the kingdom. Glory keys of the kingdom. The Lord says that you preach the gospel. You preach the gospel. You preach the gospel. I'll take care of the rest. Preach the gospel. I'll take care of the rest. Glory. I believe the Lord is speaking to you. Preach the gospel. I will take care of the rest. Amen. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Cast out demons. Heal the sick. Glory. Do things you never imagined. He is calling you to an adventure. Praise the Lord. Lord, fill your children with a burden for the lost. Fill your children with a burden for the lost. Abba. That person needs mercy. That person needs mercy. Somebody that came up into your mind, that person needs mercy. That person needs the forgiveness of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord says, you want that dullness to go? Obey my commandment. This is my commandment. Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Make disciples. This is my commandment. You want the dullness to go? Obey my commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. Glory. The Lord is bringing you out of selfishness. He's bringing you out of selfishness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I see the, the resources of heaven flow through you. Praise God. It will flow through you. Resources of heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. It is the power of God. Amen. It is the power of God. Thank you, Jesus. I will build my church. The gates of hates shall not prevail against it. I will build my church. Amen. On the rock of your willingness, I will build my church. Amen, church. Amen. Praise the Lord that you're willing to open your mouth and declare, Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. I will build my church. Yes, call that person. Call that person. Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. 
Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory. Amen. I see so many miracles. Thank you, Jesus. Because our God is a good God. Compassionate. Full of loving kindness. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hello, this is Nishad Dilakush. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.